Welcome to the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. Your host is Arnie Chapman. Football is his passion, and he wants you to come along with him to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board his DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. This time as we step up for DeLorean, the date is August 4th, 2018, and we're back in Canton, Ohio. The reason why we're here is because that is the Hall of Fame enshrinement weekend for the class of 2018. And while we were on site, on location, the football history dude went and interviewed fans from all over the place, from all over the nation. We even have some international fans, and we get to hear their favorite football moments of all time. So this episode is going to be a listener moment, but it's on site, on location. And because there's so many, I'm not going to you know, do my commentary in between. I'm not going to just go ahead and rattle off a bunch of stuff. I'm going to let it go from one story to the next. You'll hear their name, then you'll hear their story, and then we'll move on to the next. But before I get started, I want to remind you to head over to thefootballhistorydude.com for the show notes and to make sure you mash that little subscribe button on your podcast player of choice. And we are officially into fantasy football season. So if you've never tried daily fantasy sports, I highly recommend it. You can get a free entry into DraftKings if you head to thefootballhistorydude.com slash DraftKings. But without further ado, here's the first story. Brad Conley. All right, what is your favorite Packers moment of all time? 1962 championship game, Packers and Giants in New York. First half, Jimmy Taylor running back, bites the end of his tongue off, finishes the half. They do a little stitching up there at halftime. He finishes the second half, scores a touchdown. Packers are world champions. That's when football was football. You bite the end of your tongue off, no big deal. You keep playing. Oh, yeah. That's the one for me. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, I'm here with Jeff Meal from Green Bay. What's your favorite story? Um, I, I, I guess it would be going to Super Bowl 31. And at that time, Jerry was up for Hall of Fame veterans again and was disappointed at that point in time because he didn't get in, obviously. And I think from that point on, people were just kind of pushing and pushing and trying to do everything they could. And my friend and I did a bunch of research, trying, trying to figure things out, trying to justify why or why everybody else from these 50th anniversary teams were getting in and and he wasn't and it just I kind of grew from there and just that whole from that point on from the New Orleans uh, the Super Bowl game in New Orleans on it was just kind of a push to get him in here and so this was our this is what uh, the culminated in coming down here today we said we're going to come down if he makes it and that's why we're here just to get him in. So. so if I could share anything that you could tell to Jerry Kramer when I talked to him, what would it be? Um, just that uh, between him and all the guys that he played with that are already in the hall that got me through my childhood and taught me how to be a Packer fan and kept me going with all those memories through the rough years in the 70s and 80s. Um, thank you so much. And um, I guess that's – I don't know what else I could tell you, but thanks for everything you did. And you're always – being, you're always a Packer, and obviously you know you're always welcome in Green Bay anytime you come in. If I could get your name first. Sure. Joe Morzenti. What's your favorite story? Uh, well, kind of a couple. Um, kind of tag on to what Jeff talked about. Um, I did help Jeff do the research for Jerry Kramer for their family, and uh, got to meet his son Daniel and uh, his daughter Alicia, and you know met Jerry a couple of times. But 
you know, to kind of tag on to his story, I think, uh, you know, Jerry Kramer really embodies the the 60s Packers and and Lombardi era and just the respect that he had for what he called the old man. Um, You know, can't wait to see him go in and um, can see Vince saying, way to go, Jerry, right? And uh, I guess my favorite all-time was being able to go to Super Bowl 45 and watching the Packers bring back the Lombardi trophy after all those years. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Tyler Hallingren, um, T-Y-L-E, or T-Y, um, yeah, T-Y, just okay. Ty. How yeah. do you spell your last, actually, I get your last name here. Uh, H-A-L-L-E-N-G-R-E-N, Chris with K. All right, so I'm here with Chris and Ty, and we're going to talk about their favorite moment in Ravens history. Um, when he won the Super Bowl. Which Super Bowl are we talking about here? Um, 2012. Go ahead and tell them that, what day that was of the Super Bowl with the Ravens. It was my birthday when they won the Super Bowl. Was that the best birthday present you ever had? Yeah. Oh, man. I wish I could have had that. <laughs> Who's your favorite player? Ray Lewis. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite moment? What's the best play uh, you ever saw him do? Um, uh, probably sacking the um, quarterback. All right. Yeah. Nice. And how about you, Sarah? What was your favorite moment? Uh, I think interception return for a touchdown in one of the playoffs games. I think it was against the Titans. It was my favorite one. What did your dad do when, the, when they won the Super Bowl? Uh, he was so happy for them. Awesome. You want to do that dance real quick? Though? You don't know how to do that? <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you. The saddest time in my life of football, watching the game, uh, was when the Baltimore Colts left, took their name, took everything with them to Indiana, and we, we had nothing left. And uh, when I got interested in football was in 1958, when the Baltimore Colts and the New York Giants played. And uh, that was one, one game I'll never forget. And from then on, I fell in love with football. And I've been watching ever since. And I'm 83 now, so that's been a while. Can I get your name, please? My name is Daryl Hodges, and I'm from Aberdeen, Maryland. And Dave Fosick, P-A-S-Y-K. I have to think. Do you have yours? Yeah, I remember going to Platteville, Wisconsin, when the Bears had their training camp back there. And it's so interesting because here you are in the middle of Wisconsin doing the Chicago Bears Pre, you know, tr- play, a training camp. And the best part I liked was in the evening when the guys had a chance to get out a little bit, literally hanging out with them and shooting pool and stuff like that. Something I would never even thought we'd be able to do. But you get out there and you find out these guys are just like you, have a lot of fun, like to joke around and everything else like that. And they're not just a god playing football. They're regular Joes that just happen to have a little more talent than me or anybody else. So do you have a story of any one of those individuals that no one else? Big Cat Williams, I literally got to play pool with him, and I ended up beating him, and that was really cool. Another one was meeting Eric Kramer and Miro Hodge at the local airport because they were trying to beat a storm getting back to Chicago, and we literally ran into them and got to take a picture with them, and it was just so cool to see that. Dennis Sperky. There's been tons of fine moments. Uh, 
with, with the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, Brian Dawkins has been a, a staple with the organization for many, many years. Uh, to be honest, so many times that we needed a big play, Dawkins was always right there, ready to just lend a big hit, interfere with a, a big uh, interception. Uh, I can think of the, the Giants game that he single-handedly returned the ball and actually won the game for us. But it's one of those moments where you're deep down inside and you think that things are not going to go the right way and somehow he just dug deep and it's the complete opposite of what I was thinking was going to happen. He made that happen. It was phenomenal. So, one of the best moments. What did you do on the Super Bowl night? Uh, that night we had a big party with a bunch of people. We had one of those big, humongous blow-up uh, things you see in the yard, but it was actually in the actual family room of the place. And it was filled with Eagles players. So every single play that we got a touchdown, everybody just completely jumped up, sang the Eagles fight song together. It was just one of the most memorable times. I would look over and see my kids, and, you know, we all – teary-eyed a little bit because we've been waiting for so long um just singing together jumping around was just one of those memorable moments that i wanted to go on and on and on i just felt like it inside when they were just reviewing the road to the super bowl it was almost the exact same feeling i had inside it was like bubbling up of like emotions good emotions of that day I can't wait for it to happen again. <laughs> so, first, what's your name? Diane Mack. All right. And what is your favorite moment of NFL Ravens history of all time? I think my favorite moment is winning the Super Bowl five years ago down in New Orleans and celebrating my husband's 40th birthday right afterwards. <laughs> and at that moment, we decided we were coming here for the Football Hall of Fame. Let the catch, let the catch in Denver. The miracle let's, catch. let's talk about this then. What about you? What's another good story you want to share? Oh, the miracle catch in Denver. Uh, the, the go to the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Now, explain to me, one of you, what did this gentleman do when that catch happened? Were we not watching two TVs and it was staggered? staggered. And so we were in our basement and one half of the room saw it before the other half of the room. And we were like, no, no, no. no. And then... We all knew what happened. And we kept the, the basement like that, the same. Same, the same until the next game, so we can win that. And we won that. <laughs> we won that. And what was your name, sir? Kilo Mac. All right, cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Casey Callahan, C-A-S-E-Y-C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N. All right, so I'm here with Casey Callahan, and he's going to tell me about his favorite football moment of all time. Oh, man. Uh, there's a couple of ones that come to mind. Like, probably my favorite. Uh, the 2004 NFC Championship game at the Link. Uh, it was the whole family. We've had season tickets my entire life. I grew up at the Vet. But watching Brian Dawkins, the guy we're celebrating this weekend, lay down that hit on Algie Crumpler in the middle of the game, like that place erupted. And when that final buzzer went to like triple zeros, we've never seen so many grown men just hugging, crying each other, up, cr- hugging each other and crying like up in the 700 section or 200 section at that point. It was just one of the most magical moments. Just going around City Hall, driving down Broad Street, hanging out the windows, starting the Eagles chants. Like, it was just, I didn't get a chance to make it back for the parade this year because I'm on the West Coast now, but that was honestly one of the best moments, just driving around Philly, just sharing that with, with the city. That's awesome. Fantastic. 
gonna give me one of those chants right now? Oh yeah, we'll get a couple guys out here. Baby, let's go. It is uh, Pepe Dragata, P E P I D R A G O T T A. I'll go first. Favorite moment: Randall Cunningham, 99-yard punch. Philly special. All right, so what did you guys do during the Super Bowl night? Did you have a party? What did you do? Well, we had a big party planned, but somebody had the flu, so we had to cancel the whole entire plans. So the whole family watched the Super Bowl with, uh, like, hospital masks on, and we partied amongst ourselves. How long were you waiting? How long have you been an Eagles fan? 42 years. All right, that's a long time. (laughs) Anything else you want to say? Uh, You guys did a really nice job here. This place is amazing. It's worth the trip. What about Brian Dawkins tonight? What are, you, what are you looking forward to? We got a chance to meet him today, which was awesome. We got a chance to shake his hand and get a picture with him, but he was the epitome of defense, and uh, really happy for him. Awesome. Anything else you have? All right, thank you, guys. Thank you. George Ferguson. Um, I'm a big Randy Moss fan. I have been a big Randy Moss fan. I'm also a New England Patriots fan, and... Uh, my most memorable story with Randy Moss has to be the 2007 season when he broke Jerry Rice's single-season touchdown record. Uh, that was just a magical season. I mean, he could do no wrong. Everything he did was was just magical. I mean, you know, Tom Brady throw him a pass, he'd catch everything that was caught, you know, thrown to him. He never, you know, never had a never had a problem, never had any uh, any issues at all. He just made it look easy. All right, so we're here live with two awesome fans from across the pond. And we're going to talk about their favorite football history moments of all time. And what's your name? I'm Ian Mathias. And your name is? Louise. And who wants to go first and share their favorite football moment? We're both together. It doesn't matter to me. Go on. Uh, Well, um, one of my favorites in recent times um, is beating the 49ers. He's a 49ers fan. So in that Super Bowl, you can imagine the household rivalry, husband-wife, like, and it was brilliant. And we watched it at an NFL party in London. So we were up late, and it was just the greatest moment when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. (laughs) What was your favorite moment? Uh, I'm uh, both a Niners and a Dolphins fan. In 1982, I couldn't pick between the Dol- Marino and Montana. Uh, so we were lucky in 2001 to go to uh, watch uh, the Dolphins at the Jets. And that game turned out to be a named game. Uh, the Dolphins were winning big time into the fourth quarter and the Jets came back to win it, and the game was called the Monday Night Miracle. So although my team lost, an amazing and awesome game to be at. How often do you guys come over here? So we come over every year. We've been coming every year since 2000. We've been to all 32 teams at home, plus the Pro Bowl, plus the... uh, uh, all the international series games before that we were f- fans of NFL Europe League as well so we were going to the Spring League and lots of games with that the London Monarchs, the Barcelona Dragons and onwards from there All right. Anything else you want to share with the fans of the show? Uh, it's just that it's great to be back at the hall and uh, we're here to see we're Ray Lewis, Lewis going in. So I'm super excited for the enshrinement ceremony it's going to be a great night Good, good win for the Ravens last night as well. So really excited to be here. 
So, so being that the NFL is an American sport, how did you guys get into football? American football, that is. Yeah, I got into it when the NFL uh, set up the World League of American Football in 1991. I'd seen it on television, not really understood what was going on. And then they were putting this league together and they were putting a team in London called the London Monarchs. And I thought, right, I'm going to have a team of my own. So I'm going to learn enough to understand. So I just got a book out of the library. I learned the basic rules, found out enough to understand what was going on with the game. Started going, watching those games, followed the NFL Europe League until it closed down. Um, and then I ended up becoming a Baltimore fan because when I was at college, I spent a month in Towson, Maryland, which is just outside Baltimore. So the Baltimore Ravens became my team. How about you? Uh, I started in 1982. In 1982 in Great Britain, we had three television channels, BBC One, BBC Two and ITV. And in that year, they created a fourth television channel, cunningly called Channel 4 but their flagship was to get American football games from America so in 1982 we got our first game shown on British television screens and at a young age uh, it just hit me like a freight train big and brash and bold and colourful and became an immediate fan back there as, as a very young child grew up with it then found the NFL Europe League and from there progressed to coming to America since 2000 to watch live games over here and since 2007 we've had the live games in London as well so all good uh, Lucas Sachs, L-U-C-A-S-S-A-C-H-S. So uh, unfortunately I wasn't there to experience this but a good friend of mine uh, and his brother they're Steelers fans and it was just after a Ravens Steelers game they were out at uh, a restaurant and Ravens had just beat the Steelers and uh they're sitting down there, they're eating, and this guy comes up behind him and he's like, hey man, you a Steelers fan? And uh, he's like, oh yeah, what's it to you? Doesn't look, doesn't turn around, turns around. Terrell Suggs is standing right behind him. And uh, they end up having a, just a good conversation, have a drink together. But it's just one of those real interesting, you know, small world, small world kind of things. Joe Campbell. And Sean Campbell. All right, so this is uh, live here, and we're looking at two Eagles fans, one who had to endure 52 years before they were winning their first Super Bowl. And I'd love to share that moment with you. And what was your story, sir? It was just uh, unbelievable. It was probably the uh, first Super Bowl that I don't remember any of the commercials. And uh, we we went out in the afternoon to a couple parties, but I I went home to watch it because I just didn't want to miss any moments of it. And uh, a typical Eagles game where, you know, they took the lead and you felt good. And then uh, as New England kept coming back in the back of your head, you were kind of thinking, not again, not again. And, uh, you know, when they finally won it, it was just uh, it was just a great feeling. It was a great celebration for the team, the fans and the city. And, um, you know, you wait all your life for it. And, and, you know, you didn't know how you were going to react, but it was just uh, it's just outstanding, especially the story, the quarterback drama and all the drama of the team and the injuries that they overcame and, you know, their uh, work ethic to come in and, and win that game. And it was just uh, it was a great feeling. It was just totally uh, uh, overwhelming. Anything to add to that? Or you pretty much, he's, he pretty much he's like, pretty well. he says ditto. <laughs> all right, cool, man. I appreciate it. Man. All right, no problem. No problem. Jim Miller, M-I-L-L-O. Duh! <laughs> I've seen tickets for 38 years. Yeah, I've seen them lose a lot of games. And this this is old. That's old. That was two days after the Super Bowl, and my wife didn't like that one. 
Now I could die. I said, well, hell, my, my life's complete. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was at the vet for, oh, my God, 20, 23 years in the new stadium. And everybody says Eagle fans are not heads and ugly. Not all of them. Not all of them. I'm telling you right now. Don't buy that. Yes, yes. Not the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> I can end it up. Not the Super Bowl. What was your favorite moment? I think the game when they played the Redskins and they called it the body bag game. They took six Redskins off on stretchers at the vet. It was awesome. It was awesome. And we were. I was there when uh, Wilbur Montgomery went 60 yards and they beat Dallas in the NFC Championship in 1980. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they beat Dallas, it's like, woohoo! <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, man. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you for your time. <laughs> nice story, man. Mike. And Mike is going to share his favorite football moment with us of all time. Okay, uh, happened to be at the Pro Football Hall of Fame here, and uh, uh, one of the enshrinees is Jerry Kramer. And he was involved in pretty much my favorite moment actually it was from what I can remember it was pretty much the first game I ever remember watching okay I was six years old and I was sitting there with my father and we were watching the ice bowl and my the game itself really had me intrigued I was glued to the tv just just a kid who you would think you know can't really have a really very big attention span but I was riveted, and I'm watching this game, and the players are sliding all over the field, and it was so cold, and everything about the game, the frozen tundra, everything, even though I'm a Detroit Lions fan, I was just intrigued big time, and the very end of the game, when Green Bay, I think it started with about five minutes left, a little over, started driving down the field, when you would think, they couldn't even stand, both teams couldn't even stand, they were freezing, I remember Bob Hayes with his hands in his pockets, in the poncho jersey, I mean, it was just amazing stuff that they could really go through those elements and play in this game. And I'm just watching, and Packers just drove down the field, and with very few seconds left, you had Bart Starr doing the sneak right over Jerry Kramer. And uh, when Jerry Kramer was coming to the Hall of Fame here, I was very pleased that I was lucky enough to actually have a chance to come here. And that moment has stuck with me. I became a football fan right then and there, and football's been my favorite thing to watch pretty much ever since. I was baseball at first, but as I kept watching the NFL, I became more of an NFL fan, and it was fantastic, and it's formed a big part of my life. Awesome. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> and what? My name and the spelling, just in case. It's my, like, ah, my name is Mike Denny, M-I-K-E-D-E-N-N-Y. Yeah, that was an easy one. I didn't have to really That's an that easy one. one. Yeah. All right, so basically, yeah, just tell me a story about your favorite football moment. Honest to God, a favorite football moment just happened, and that was meeting Dick Buckus. To me, the best defensive player that ever stepped foot on the field, and he was so cool. Very good guy. As far as everything else goes, Walter Payton, uh, Barry Sanders, uh, it's all football here, you know. You can have your favorite team, but it's football here. And it's, I go around and I yell everybody, the Bears, and they're giving me knuckles, and they're not Bears fans. But they get it, you know what I mean? It's really cool. It really is cool. 
guys so, from Chicago area? I grew up in Gary, Indiana, which is really close to Chicago. Until um, I went, I went in the army in '81. My parents moved to Ohio, so this is where I ended up. But it was really, really cool. Really, really cool. Awesome. I hope you guys are having a great time. Matt Boyle, M-A-T-T-B-O-Y-L-E. So tell me your favorite Ray Lewis, Baltimore Ravens story of all time. Can I do two quick ones? Do as many as you want. All right. So my first one was I went to Ray Lewis's last game in Baltimore against the Colts, and I'll never forget the dance that he did because I've never heard the stadium that loud, that electric. I just looked all around. Everyone had glittery Ray Lewis signs, and it was amazing. And, and then he almost had that interception for a pick six, and then he dropped it. And we were all really sad, but he still won the game and did the dance at the end, too. And then more recently, uh, the last game I went to was Steelers game 2015, where we won in the 5-11 season. And uh, Jimmy Smith had a pick six. And I just remember it was the most joy I'd felt because we had been so bad that entire year. And Courtney Upshaw had a flag, and it brought back the (laughs) touchdown, and I was really mad. But it was still a good game because we beat the Steelers in a really bad season. And yeah, yeah. It's my thirtieth year. Really? Yes, sir. All right, all right. And I, today I have Ted to run. All right. What's your oh. favorite moment? My favorite moment right now is being here. But um, my favorite moment of all time is um, uh, coming to Canton, Ohio, and meeting all the greatest people, and uh, finding a, a place where we actually park two blocks away from here and meeting the greatest people from Ohio. And um, I don't take any vacation. I've been here for 30 years, and I take my three or four days vacation, and I come here, and I treasure every moment. I respect everybody for their job, and the seriousness, and the, the, the joyness, the, the bondage that we have with all our friends um, is beyond, beyond belief, and I'm so thankful, blessed, and honored. I'm also a veteran, and um, I uh, get very emotional when I come here, but I've been here for 30 years. And I'm so thankful that God gave me the opportunity to come here and meet the great people that I have. Thank you for your service, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Sean O'Gara. Can you spell that for me, please? S-E-A-N-O apostrophe G-A-R-A. So I'm here with Sean O'Gara, and we're going to ask him about his moment being able to enjoy the Super Bowl, the Eagles finally winning the Super Bowl. What did you do on that night? Uh, ran around my block barefoot with my friend. And uh, did you get to watch the whole game? Yeah. What'd your dad do? Uh, he was setting off fireworks. Oh man, that sounds like a fun time. What'd you guys have to eat that night? Uh, wings. Alrighty, cool. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, that's it. Alright, cool. You did a very good job, man. Thank you. Okay, I'm here with two gentlemen that were actually at the game, the Minnesota Miracle, and I want to talk to you about their show. And their their names are? Ross Wurtzma. Randy Wurtzma. Walk me through the play leading up to it. What happened? Explain your moment to the fans of the NFL or the football history dude. I, don't, I just remember like the, the drive. It started off with two penalties, and I'm just like... Ugh. Gosh, it's it's done. We're season's done. And then I sat down in the seat, just kind of covered my eyes a little bit, and all of a sudden we complete a pass, and we're at the fifty yard line or like sixty or some or like four on the other side or whatever. I'm like, okay, this, we could get a field goal, and then 
last play, Stefan or Keenum throws Stefan Diggs and takes to the house, and I was just I, I didn't know what to think, and I still get chills talking about it. I, I was everyone was hugging each other, people I didn't even know. It was it was crazy. <laughs> so same experience and everything. Tell me, what did this guy's face look like? <laughs> oh, we were pretty ecstatic. The whole game leading up to that, with the only time anybody sat down the entire game was during halftime, and hardly then. It was just a very electric game. Um, yeah, that last drive, we were looking, expecting to get a field goal, having to go out at about 45, 50-yard line, and uh, probably end up the Vikings missing another field goal to crucify us again. <laughs> so... Let's just say Diggs probably gets free beer for life over there in Minnesota, right? Yeah, okay. I figured that one. Um, so, with, <laughs> what's that? Vikings are going to three-peat starting this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a Cowboys guy telling you that, though. <laughs> he married it. All right. Anything else you guys have for me you want to talk about the show? or? I'm here on site location at the Hall of Fame Enshrinement, and I'm here with Robert Pollock. And he is a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and I think he wants to share with you his favorite moment. Uh, you know what? We're going to wait because we're going to let them get the camera out. All right, so go ahead and share your experience with the Super Bowl, being able to win their first Super Bowl in NFL history. Um, I was really excited because they it was their first one, and I don't have to listen to the Giants fans say how many Super Bowls do you have now? And like they say zero. Who's your favorite player? Um, Carson Wentz. All right, that's cool. And uh, what about old-time players? You know anybody from in the history long time ago? Yeah. Um, I like Brian Dawkins because I like his hits. But, um, I mean, I know a lot of the guys, but like I didn't really get to watch them play. So. Right, so I have one more question for you. Every week, I ask my listeners to go on a DeLorean. We go back in time, and we go to part of the history of the NFL. If you could go to any moment in history, you can't change the game, what game would you want to go be participant of? Um, part of the, maybe at the Odell Beckham catch game, when he caught it three fingers. That was a great one. He basically broke the internet, huh? Yeah. Oh, no. So you were at the, you know, the Eagles won their first Super Bowl of all time, and you got to witness it at a young age. How cool was that moment, and where were you at? What did you do? It was very cool. We screamed, and I was at my Aunt Shira's house with my Aunt Aurelia and my mom. And what was your favorite play of the game? The Philly Philly play, where Nick Foles got the touchdown pass. All right. Anything else you want to share with the fans? Go Eagles. All righty. <laughs> And then can I get your name real quick? Tyler Bolden. Tim Parsons, T-I-M-P-A-R-S-O-N-S. Packers history. Well, my favorite was how I got into it because I love Brett Favre. I was a diehard Browns fan. My dad was a Browns fan. And when I seen Favre, I, I fell in love. You know, the way he got out of the pocket, the way he could just move and throw in spots that you would, you would think and people would cross that it would be not caught and the guy would catch it. Double coverage, triple coverage. And the receiver would catch it. Amazing, amazing quarterback. And I, that's the reason I fell in love with football. You know. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Football History Dude and were able to relive some of the greatest moments in NFL history on location at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. In the upcoming episode, 
we're going to learn about the life and career of Curly Lambeau. But for now, dudes, I'm through if you're through. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Football History Dude. To make sure you're the first to get the next episode, please subscribe with your podcast player of choice and head on over to thefootballhistorydude.com for the show notes and more information on the history of the NFL. And remember, dudes, where we're going, we don't need roads.